0: Welcome, everyone, to the Watchmen podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial podcast for Watchmen on HBO. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete.
1: Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. The Watchmen podcast by Fantastic Geek revisits Chapter 8, Old Ghosts. Pete, counting down to New York Comic
0: Con, counting down to the Watchmen panel, that will be happening at New York Comic-Con as well. Our question to the listeners, who else is going? Who are we going to run into? Who can we high-five, take some selfies for the social meds, etc.?
1: Absolutely looking to run into whoever we can see there. And additionally, Matt, since we will be there and, of course, bringing you all of the Watchmen news to come out of that, in addition to all other pop culture news across our family of podcasts. We're putting out an all-call for a raffle that we're going to have for some sweet, sweet NYCC swag. So you want to get in on this raffle, all sorts of exclusive goodies to come out of New York Comic-Con that could be yours. You want to get yourself to Apple Podcasts And leave us a review specifically for the Watchmen podcast by Fantastic Geek. A written review, not just a rating. Got to leave us a little review. Your name will be entered into the raffle that we will draw right after New York Comic Con. And all sorts of goodies could be yours
0: with that Pete let's dive on into the chapter 8 summary for the graphic novel indeed Pete my summary from the wiki at watchman.fandom.com is as follows the opening image statuette of night owl one engraved with the message in gratitude Hollis Mason preparing for Halloween reaches out to Sally Jupiter they reflect on the past at Dan's apartment basement Dan and Laurie run down leads connecting the possible conspiracy to take out masks <laughs> upstairs they are visited by detective fine who's earing in on the presumed night owl in sing sing prison imprisoned baddie big figure and his goons promise to rough up the captured rorschach dan and lori break into the prison while rorschach stands his ground against big figure ultimately the three escape with detective fine hot on their trail and dr manhattan taking lori to mars the story also includes references to the missing writer found by us on a mysterious Island at its conclusion. The story shows top knot goons senselessly killing Hollis Mason The closing quotation on Halloween. The ghosts come about us and they speak to some to others. They're dumb. That poem Halloween by Eleanor Farjon, and the attached document, a draft of the new frontiersman for Thursday, October 31st, 1985.
1: Well, Matt, Our new Frontiers men and women venture over to Patreon.com slash Fantastic Geek, where they can be a part of the layout. They can even help to pick the stories without having to go into the old kook file.
0: (sighs) And indeed, Pete, hopefully they feel that they are supporting content a little more uh, intelligent than that of the new Frontiersman in the Watchman universe. So our thanks to those who support us and indeed our thanks to those who consider supporting us on Patreon.com slash Fantastic Geek.
1: All it takes is a dollar to get you in that door and we will be eternally grateful. But Matt, I want to go immediately to the attached document in this chapter and as a former full-time newspaperman, uh, this just tickles my fancy. The the layout, the paste up, uh, all of it. And it is a treasure trove.
0: It certainly is. I think the most treasure troviest, uh, with adult eyes applied to it, of course, is the incredibly inappropriate editorial cartoon, uh, it having all sorts of stereotypes and whatnot. I'm certainly not. Uh, I'm not uh, saying that those stereotypes and the content in that uh, cartoon is acceptable. I think that the the layer upon layer satire that's going on, that, you know, this is a newspaper that would include such stuff. Pete, perhaps more uh, timely now than back in the 80s.
1: Indeed, Matt. This fair fight. The boxing uh cartoon here everything going on in it to uh digest juvenile delinquency with the top knots what with the the murder of hollis mason um the the thing that frames this chapter and to throw them in there being the force within the ring somebody about to uh you know, put the old slingshot in the eye of, uh, is that supposed to be Captain Metropolis with the USA on there? I don't know. Um, I think
0: there's, that's just meant to be the United States,
1: but could it be Captain Metropolis? Cause you know, Superman, the whole, the whole nine yards there, but yeah, it just, this, this October 31st, 1985 edition, Uh, I recently found, Matt, two weekly world newses, one from 1984, the other from 1986. And, uh, uh, well, no, even then, there are cartoons in there. The the one I found was uh, 12 senators um, were accused of being aliens. And uh, it was just a trip to open that up and see which of the senators are still serving (laughs) and apparently aliens. And there's also a a photo, doctored, of course, of Bill Clinton meeting with a gray alien. I say this a couple days after the Area 51 raid um, and uh, not meeting with his wife, who many people say is apparently a green-skinned shapeshifter.
0: As you say, though, Pete, this attached document, it it is a treasure trove. It is... It's interesting to see it kind of, you know, being literally taped together, certainly in its visual presentation, you know, a bygone uh, example of another era here with, you know, the the razor blade the tape, there's the pencil splayed across, there's columns that are not uh, squared off properly, and
1: uh, certainly a far cry from the digital world we live in today. We pasted this up at the newspaper I worked at until 1999 in such a way with the razor blades you'd run it through the gigantic waxer on the one side and you could rearrange column inches okay the photos everything like that and uh yeah it just really gets to the idea and then there's the lascivious content matt coped out commie cowards
0: can't go wrong with alliterative headlines. Pete, what about the text as, you know, kind of at the center here, moving beyond the attached document? What else, what is catching your mind?
1: Well, the, the sad fate of Hollis Mason here, and as a connection to the coming HBO series, when the writer's room convened, one of the first images out of it was the Ingratitude Night Owl 1 statue as a starting point or uh you know just something to stoke the fires of fandom Um, i think it's fitting that the next panel after the first panel has the nostalgia perfume obviously hollis and uh laurie's mother um sally hooking back up here over the phone flirty etc etc intentional every way around um and then the kids at halloween here you know one dressed as a ghost but to me super evocative of hooded justice (laughs) of course we got to have a pirate and the devil and uh the way that it all rounds into shape with the rescue of rorschach and then the First time we catch up with our missing comic book writer um, on air quotes, the set of this monster movie.
0: I guess I've never loved how that writer slash mysterious Island slash, you know, Genesis of the squid uh, storyline fits into uh, the the novel as a whole, I understand that it's odd, incongruous uh, bits until you kind of you know reach the the climax of the squid being deployed in New York, etc. cetera. Uh, maybe I'm overly focused on the feeling one gets when reading the first time, as opposed to no, they're giving you an intentional mystery that intentionally doesn't fit in. It is just headed to a place where it fits in. I mean, Pete, I feel like I'm describing so many things in Lost, which of course played a big impact or, you know, was impacted by the graphic novel. So I don't want to overly wag my finger, but I don't know. I do feel like maybe it's just the weirdness of the squid and backtracking from there that we get the missing writer that enough people have missed in the press and so on and so forth. And in the attached document here that it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's slightly misshapen with everything else.
1: I think it comes at such a slow burn and like I said there's so many things in the full Watchmen 12 issues that have you call back to previous points when they were hinted at and I'm just so excited that the squid aspect ignored in the 2009 film the biggest oversight will be acknowledged will be part of the history Uh, and part of the story you watch the trailers of the hbo show certainly i think
0: in in viewing this story with modern eyes or if one is to view these chapters as uh, as episodes or frankly just you know apply a tv model i think you're completely right i think of season one of westworld and i won't go full spoiler here but You know, somewhere around week five, week six, you start to hear chatter. Hey, did you hear that on Reddit, some people are noticing that the the can Dolores drops? Sometimes it's one font and sometimes it's other. Uh, Hey, did you notice that the the W for Westworld, sometimes it's this and sometimes it's that? And, you know, those are the things that we like to play with now. Those are things in TV shows where you say, look, they're setting it up. Look, in this episode, you don't know why... Uh, In episode two, you don't know why the friend, uh, episode two of Carnival Row, why is the friend in prison? It's set up flashback in episode three, things like that. So ultimately, you're right, Pete. I think what we see here is just a very modern presentation. It just happens to be, you know, of the 80s and happens to be in a comic book forum that usually doesn't do such uh, slow burn foreshadowing stuff.
1: And the pace certainly picks up. We have so much going on from... You know, the end, if you will, of the Hollis Mason story, a a coda happening at the beginning of the chapter and ultimately uh, culminating in his death. Love how, you know, um, as he's going to his fate, the imagination of facing all the different villains that he did throughout his career instead of the actual, you know, ne'er-do-well youth that are really uh, attacking him. Um, the uh, Tales of the Black Freighter continues to escalate, and we've got Rorschach, uh, Dan, and Lori now on the run as the detectives are closing in on them. So really, really ratching it up, and, you know, we still have... 9, 10, 11, and 12.
0: I think of Detective Fine coming in the first half visiting Dan, and we can see him noticing details that uh, Dan does not. We can see, I think, because of the well-worn TV detective trope that, you know, he's kind of doing a Columbo, "Ah, that that sugar there has to be bought by a caterer sack, right? Oh, I don't know, you know, to conclude with, oh, Rorschach had one of these sugars and, and things of that sort. Uh, and I mean, do you get much more, I don't know, symbolic of Watchmen as a whole as, you know, all the stuff with Rorschach in the prison, one, nothing two nothing here, he is behind bars with every disadvantage and he's taking out the bad guys, uh, you know, kind of from this cold logical place. It's just, it's a wonderful bit of story.
1: It is. And you really feel a pang of heartbreak. For Hollis Mason, at the same time, you get the sense there's not another way he'd rather go out. There's a tinge of regret in his autobiography, and to face down some thugs one last time, albeit in defeat, um, and and to die quite pathetically, and then to have, you know, the the ghost child. And again, pretty reminiscent. I know a hood is a hood on a character's head, but, you know, it just reminds me so much of Hooded Justice. And no one would go on Halloween as Hooded Justice. So it's as close as they can get without it being the thing is the one to, to stumble on this sad scene
0: wise words there pete wise indeed and i know that uh, over on apple podcasts somebody else has been uh, admiring your wisdom
1: absolutely and uh entered into our new york comic con raffle for the goodies we will come back with we have a review here from francis muth and it reads the headline uh, you can't fool me five stars edward snowden concerned that podcasting about his favorite comic book might distract from the release of his memoir and undermine his important advocacy for privacy and journalistic freedom has assumed the alias, Peter (laughs) Catalar. Seriously. If you want to listen to a guy named Matt and someone who sounds exactly like Edward Snowden talk about Watchmen in detail, it's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Pete, I, I, I know the flattery was not directed at me, but flattering to be a part of a team that, uh, th- that would have such a review. Uh, I know my response to you had been that uh, just in the last couple days, uh, I actually saw a video on YouTube. I think it was Vanity Fair, but somebody has uh, this linguist expert talking about different actor uh, uh, accents and whatnot. And so it was like very recently that I would heard Snowden and then heard Joseph Gordon-Levitt's version of Snowden and whatnot. Me, personally, I don't hear the comparison, but uh, I will speak for half a fantastic geek. I'll take it.
1: I will absolutely take it as well, even though I don't think I sound like Edward Snowden. But you know what? I want to sound like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt sounding like Edward Snowden.
0: Here's the best part, Pete, because we've said Edward Snowden three times over (laughs) Skype. Uh, Now it's not just you and me podcasting. I'd like to welcome the listeners coming from the National Security Agency and the CIA. Hi, NSA. Pete, I guess it all circles back around because does not this episode, this episode, my goodness, Pete, here I am in the TV mindset, does not this chapter of Watchmen kind of sort of deal with notions of of the role the government plays, you know, err so slightly with Detective Fine coming on in and, you know, our goodies are goodies, but they're opposed to the police, etc. What does that mean? You know, it's kind of all, it's, it's hashtag vaguely connected.
1: <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to hashtag that, but uh, they could try. Uh, Pete, I think somebody
0: should go on Twitter right now and say, uh, after listening to the Watchmen podcast by Fantastic Geek, I realized that everything is, Hashtag Vaguely Connected. Come on, let's get that tweet going.
1: Let's get that hashtag going.
0: Pete, how can people be in touch with you? Maybe they want to tag you on Twitter when they talk about how it's hashtag Vaguely Connected.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R J K L R K E T 10,666 followers, Matt, 666, Chapter with the Beast, can't be wrong
0: i am personally on twitter as looking back lost do be in touch of the podcast you can comment on fantasticgeek.com. check us out on twitter instagram gmail where we are fantastic geek as well believe wait there's more
1: facebook.com slash fantastic geek with a ph all one word like it today
0: well pete we will be back soon to talk chapter Nine. Oh my goodness so fast Uh, Chapter 9 of this graphic novel. With that, Pete, I will say adios to all the listeners and give you the final word.
1: Hold tight. We're going home to roost.